With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Tropical Storm Elsa has its sights set on Florida's Gulf Coast with landfall appearing most likely in the eastern Big Bend of Florida or Nature Coast north of Tampa Bay. But of course, if you look at how lopsided this storm is, anything to the east of the eye will have some storm impacts for sure. Governor Ron DeSantis says landfall could come around mid-morning north of Tampa. The storm lashing parts of Florida's west coast with bands of torrential rain, packing maximum sustained winds of 65 miles per hour. After crossing Florida, Elsa expected to move into Georgia and then head north along the east coast as a tropical storm. With yesterday's discovery of eight more bodies, a death toll from the Florida condo tower collapses 36. 109 people remain unaccounted for. Also at SRNNews.com, the Biden administration planning a new outreach in a bid to convince more Americans to take the COVID vaccine. Declaring that the fight against the coronavirus is not over, the president announced plans to expand door-to-door outreach efforts in communities with lower vaccination rates. Now we need to go to community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood. The renewed administration effort will deliver more vaccine doses to primary care doctors and pediatricians. The president warned that the Delta variant is more dangerous and spreading as he urged Americans to get their COVID shots. Greg Clugston, the White House. And the president travels to Illinois today, pitching for spending priorities that are not part of the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure deal. Haiti's interim prime minister says the country's president, Jovenel Moise, has been assassinated at his official residence, and Haiti's first lady said to be hospitalized following the attack. Wall Street, Dow futures are up 31 points. NASDAQ futures 71 points higher. S&P futures better by 8 points. This is SRN News. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Ahead of Elsa, those throughout Jacksonville are preparing for heavy rains, possibility of localized flooding. I'm making sure we do have supplies, move our cars, things like that. Homeowners along Willow Creek Terrace in Avondale are worried about the amount of rainfall they may experience. And across the creek at Rivershore Village condominiums, people are not taking any chances with Elsa. We're just thinking maybe if the rain becomes a little, you know, nasty or whatever, if we, we sense the levels are going up, we have this parking lot up here, and so we might just uh, move our cars up here. Irma caused flooding in first-floor apartments there. As for Elsa, heavy rainfall expected to be a day-long event, possibility of flooding, especially in local areas. Gusty winds, isolated tornadoes, and water spouts are possible. Duval County public school campuses, city-run pools, and summer camps will be closed today. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Financial issues plague us all, especially in these uncertain times. Dan Celia helps us navigate these difficult financial times every weekday from 9 till noon on AM 600 WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Our usual slow traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east right before San Pablo. As always, you'll add an extra four minutes there. And if there's anything you see, since we can't see it all, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. 
Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Biden White House is backing away from mass vaccinations and instead plans on promoting the vaccines by going door to door. A tropical storm also makes its way to the state. Northeast Florida and Georgia can expect some storm flooding, heavy rain and isolated tornadoes. And an ABC News Washington Post poll finds most voters see crime as a serious problem in the U.S. and don't approve of how President Biden is handling it. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Hey, coming up on uh, 5 minutes after 7 a.m., good to have everybody with us. Always a pleasure to do the morning show. Remember, I always say I'm the happiest behind the mic. Sitting here every morning with uh, Roger Henderson all the way with you to 9 a.m. Brand new podcast up for you later this morning on the website at WBOB.com. Some of the listening in areas, for example, in Columbia and Union counties are under a tornado warning. Some of this is a little bit overblown or having a good time in some of the areas where the storm won't have a major effect. Like, as currently right here in Jacksonville. <laughs> but it's funny to watch 21 members of a news team set about, hey, I just I just felt a sprinkle. Uh-oh, is it coming? Um, I'm sorry, this is not the book of Genesis, all right? So anyway, got to have a little fun. Let's get to the news. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio, WBOB. Another update will come in about an hour from the National Hurricane Center. But here's the latest on Tropical Storm Elsa and the effects it will have here in northeast Florida and in the state of Georgia. It is forecast to be a strong tropical storm and will continue up into northern Florida uh, near that I-10-75 interchange, then into southeast Georgia and eventually into South Carolina. So plenty of rain and wind. Also, there are tropical storm warnings all the way into north central Florida, southern Georgia, and tropical storm watches have been extended now up into South Carolina. That again is from the Weather Channel. Massive shootings took place over the 4th of July weekend in many major cities. The U.S. sees a deadly 4th of July weekend. The holiday weekend brought over 450 shooting incidents, leaving more than 150 people dead. Fox and Friends morning as a new poll by ABC News in the Washington Post say that the number of Americans crime as a serious problem the highest in 20 years and they say the handling of the crime situation in the u.s does not favor president biden poll that just came out between abc news and wapo that indicated that 48 percent of americans disapprove of president biden's handling of the rising crime across the country only 38 percent actually approve fox legal analyst emily capogno president biden says now instead of having massive vaccine turnouts and said what we need to do is go door to door neighborhood by neighborhood to promote people to protect them from the virus the house problem solved this is the latest coming from Lisa Brady. President Biden's COVID team is shifting away from mass vaccinations, drilling down on a door-to-door effort to urge more Americans to get a shot amid concern about faster spreading variants of the virus. A bipartisan group of House members, a total of 59 of those of the Democrats or Republicans say that they may buck party leadership and get many else on board to support a more moderate version of a Senate infrastructure program. The House Problem Solvers Caucus has endorsed a Senate infrastructure framework. That framework, spending more than a trillion dollars over eight years, was agreed to by a bipartisan group of senators and President Biden. 
Bill text has not yet been released. It's unclear if the proposal has the 60-vote supermajority needed to overcome a Senate filibuster. Democratic leaders are insisting the bipartisan deal be coupled with a larger spending plan that could be passed without Republican support. The Problem Solvers Caucus is made up of 58 House members equally divided between Democrats and Republicans. Fox Radio, Jared Halperin. Back-to-school sales taking place later this month and into next month. But according to a survey of KPMG... Parents say that the cost of goods is increasing and they will spend the money. The back-to-school shopping season may be weeks away, but parents may want to start preparing for higher prices now. The average spending per student is expected to be as much as $270. That's according to a survey by accounting firm KPMG. That's $20 more than last year. Now, parents are preparing to pay up as prices on items from clothing to notebooks are on the rise. Spending on preschool and college-bound students will be up the most. Fox affiliate KMVU. And the situation that we've been talking about over the last several months is will the Department of Homeland Security go along when it comes to those of the Secretary of State and demand that government workers be forced to be vaccinated. And they say a starting place will begin with the U.S. military. The U.S. military may soon require all service members to get vaccinated against COVID. And not everyone is supportive of the plan. Military branches are reportedly getting ready to make the shots mandatory when the Food and Drug Administration grants full approval to the vaccines. Some Republican lawmakers are pushing back on the requirement for members of the armed forces. A poll conducted in May by the group Blue Star Families found that most military service members are already vaccinated or plan to be. The debate over whether to demand the armed forces get vaccinated fits into a larger national conversation about whether COVID shots in general should be required for work and travel. Many Republicans oppose making the shots mandatory, while some Democrats argue the requirements would get life back to normal faster. That is Sarah Westwood from the Washington Examiner. Coming up next, more on the breaking news of the poll. Not so much breaking news, but the breakdown of the poll between ABC News and the Washington Post, or even those that don't believe that gun control is the right answer going across to fix the situation of crime. And some of those on the conservative aisle that we normally would agree with say that it's all to be blamed on defunding the police. But is that really accurate? We'll talk about this coming up next on Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? A bit of slow traffic on San Pablo headed north right past Butler Boulevard. You'll add about three extra minutes, and if you see anything, since we can't see it all, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. Dick Plate Firearms at River City Gun Range is in Palatka. With pistols, rifles, and shotguns in stock for sale, they buy, sell, and trade guns. Some ammo available. River City Gun Range has six 55-foot lanes, air-conditioned, the only indoor gun range within 60 miles. River City Gun Range offers concealed carry classes, gunsmithing services, and group rates. Veteran-owned, 706 St. John's Avenue, just off U.S. 17, Palatka. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9.30 to 5. Call for holiday weekend hours, 386-328-9280.
Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. There's so many different ways to give back to rescue dogs and military heroes, donating your time, your talent, and your treasure. Canines for Warriors does their very best to help you be a part of their important mission that focuses on saving lives, both furry and human. Help stop 20 veteran suicides that occur every single day. Donate at Canines for Warriors. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Have you been considering extra security for your community, home, or business, but unsure of where to start? Sunbelt Gated Access Systems has the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local company specializing in fully automatic swing and slide gate operators, access control systems, and video surveillance systems. Whether it's for a multifamily community, single-family home, church, office complex, medical center, country club, or commercial property, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your best choice in Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is fully licensed and insured, a nationally certified automatic gate system designer, and a proud member of both the Northeast Florida Builders Association and the American Fence Association. Sunbelt's trusted professionals have been providing immediate solutions with lasting results and outstanding customer service for decades. Visit sunbeltsys.com. Financial Issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Washington Examiner reports this fall the U.S. military may require all service members to get the COVID vaccine. A bipartisan group of members of the U.S. House agrees with the Senate proposal of a more watered-down infrastructure package with a cost of only $1 trillion. And a new survey of 1,000 households shows that parents are expected to spend 32% more this year on back-to-school items as prices rise on backpacks to clothing items. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. President Biden's COVID team is shifting away from mass vaccinations, drilling down on a door-to-door effort to urge more Americans to get a shot amid concern about faster spreading variants of the virus. That's Fox News Radio, Lisa Brady, 715. Good morning, Ed Dean, Roger Henderson. Uh, Hi, I'm with the census. How many of y'all opened the door then? 
My question is, how are you going to do a door-to-door vaccine movement? Hmm. Wait, so I don't. Is the doctor going to walk with you to give you the vaccine shot? Or are you going to do it yourself, or are they just going to give you a pamphlet? I don't know. I can only imagine they're just going to try to convince the person to please get your shot. Da, 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 that da, ain't da. happening. I don't that know. ain't going to sell with people. Honestly, I don't think that's probably. If you really want to promote the vaccine, and you, I think you need to address the concerns that people have from people they trust. Uh, sure. Many, many in the black community, especially older black Americans, they are remembering the Tuskegee experiments. I don't know if maybe they, really. Yeah. If you're 20 years old, nobody remembers that. I'm just saying that they're older. You know, older older members, and those are the ones who are not right. getting it. So maybe do like a panel thing and bring in you know TD Jakes and some other people to <laughs> talk about how it's okay and with, with 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 maybe Ben Carson. Maybe get him to you know say if that's something you want to. Why don't you just bring and in the, old and, school? Bring and, in and some the, 50, and then put that on your exactly, and then put that on BET and TV One, and then do another one for some of the, the mystical, conservative groups. Mystical yeah. can bring some of his old CDs, which you guys can use for coffee uh, mantles now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So anyway, here's the latest. Uh, there's an ABC News Washington Post poll. Only 38% approve of how President Biden is handling the issue of crime in the country. 48% disapprove. Poll that just came out between ABC News and WAPO that indicated that 48% of Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of the rising crime across the country. Only 38% actually approve. Fox legal analyst Emily Capagno, if you go down further in the poll, it's a 20-year high. It's a major concern among most Americans. 75% said that violent crime would be reduced by increased funding. To build economic opportunities. I think if we rephrase the answer that, yes, more money in these communities, but based on more of a free market approach, not just based on throwing money, because we've been doing that for the last 50 years, that hasn't turned things around. But this is the one that caught my attention, is that 51%, uh, 55% think that increasing funding for the police departments would reduce it. I agree with that. But only 51% say the same about stricter enforcement of existing existing gun control laws. Usually, if, well, if gun control laws are not being enforced, mm-hmm. that means that the rising uh, tide of crime must be increasing because of gun control laws not being enforced. I thought those numbers would have been up at the 60%, which makes me wonder if numbers have gone down, is people not buying to the whole gun control argument anymore? You know, that could be an indication of that. You know, And I wish they'd asked the question, which apparently they did not. You know, How do you feel about adding extra technology like closed-circuit you know, cameras in high-crime areas and shot spotter systems? Would that have reduced crime? Here's what Molly Hemingway, who I like from The Federalist, I don't know if I would go with this all the way. This may anger some of you, but it facts are facts here. She says the reason that crimes have increased is because of the defunding the police movement. We have a violent crime surge that is hitting cities nationwide, and we already kind of know what to do about crime. It requires policing. It requires putting police in neighborhoods where crime is being committed. Unfortunately, for the last year and a half, elites have pushed a defund the police narrative, have basically tried to wage war against policing in America, and the repercussions of this, the results of this, are that people are dying, being killed, <coughs> are being victims of other violent crime. Okay, so here's two questions. At 904 831 How many of you, can he be blamed? Let me ask this question. Can President Biden be blamed, almost 50%, the majority, the plurality of the votes, excuse me, the polls say he's not handling the crime situation in the U.S.? Well, first off, how many all buy into that? And what would you blame him on? Yeah. 
That's the first question. <laughs> uh, I'm tricking you. Yeah, I got a new puppy, and he's not housebroken <clears throat> yet. I'm blaming the president. Yeah, because they blame Trump for everything. <laughs> is Biden really to be blamed? Now, the optics of him not promoting more to go after, okay, I would agree with that. But it's not the president's fault if crime is going up in Kenosha, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, or up in New York City. Why not blame the mayor? Why not blame the governor? And here's the other question. Do you believe what Molly Hemingway said, that the reason that crime is increasing nationwide is because of defunding the police movement? I would agree in certain cities that would be true, but not in many of the other major cities. How many of y'all would agree or disagree with me on that? Because not every city has defunded the police. Even They basically were letting people vent, but without actually defunding yeah. the police in most of the country. There have been a few places out west, mainly, that they have. I think of Oakland, California, where the chief of police was like almost in tears, saying, hey, I need my resources to fight crime. But uh, by and large, elsewhere in the United States of America, even though people have been spouting off defund the police, defund the police, the police have not been defunded. In some areas, they have in some of the cities out west. Right. But what I'm getting at, my friends, how many of you say that President Biden is to blame for the inc- – or, or he is, he's not handling the situation? Here's my question. How should President Biden handle the crime situation in the country? Number one, that's what I'm asking you, 831-0600. The second question, in some of these cities, I would agree, defunding the police, bail reform, we're not putting these guys away, we're showing more of a, well, you've taken over certain blocks of my city, I'm not going to – take it back well heck if i'm a criminal i would go out and do something to commit a crime as well because i can get scot-free but how many believe that defund the police is the big reasoning why we see increases in crime in many of these cities i think in some of them yes the conversation i don't buy into others other areas we've seen crime increase in jacksonville well before defund the police movement ever happened that, that's a very good point you make. I mean, people are probably thinking about crime long before the whole defund the police movement started. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Here's another one. The military says this fall they may mandate finally to require all military service personnel to get the COVID vaccine shot. The U.S. military may soon require all service <clears throat> members to get vaccinated against COVID. And not everyone is supportive of the plan. Military branches are reportedly getting ready to make the shots mandatory when the Food and Drug Administration grants full approval to the vaccines. Some Republican lawmakers are pushing back on the requirement for members of the armed forces. A poll conducted in May by the group Blue Star Families found that most military service members are already vaccinated or plan to be. The debate over whether to demand the armed forces get vaccinated fits into a larger <coughs> national conversation about whether COVID shots in general should be required for work and travel. Many Republicans oppose making the shots mandatory, while some Democrats argue the requirements would get life back to normal faster. Okay, this is another topic I find very interesting. First off, the Dems cannot compare the military life versus civilian life. The laws are separate. Military life, I would like to see a little bit more military life in some of our lives instead of enough wussiness that goes on that we treat some of our kids in society today. We need, I say we need more Gunnery Sergeant Hartmans from Full Metal Jacket as school counselors to put a little, instill a little fear in getting kids motivated to be a betterment to their, to their grades and to treat their teachers and parents much better. Having said this, you cannot compare military life to civilian life, okay? Mm-hmm. Number two, how many of you believe, here's the question, how many do you believe that, hey, if you're in the military, can you, are, should you be forced to take the vaccine? And here's the question, do you have a choice? That's the other question. How many of you all support? Because here's the question. 
Well, here's the point. The Dems, well, if we're going to force the military, this should be used for other... I'm sorry, you cannot compare the military versus civilian life out there. Yeah. And I wonder if this is one of these areas that they're going to try to use. The government's going to come in and say, well, we did it for the military. We forced them all to get the vaccine. Now we need to force all of you to get it as well. Sign the contract. Take the oath. You really sign a lot of your, quote, rights away and come under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. I think they can probably legally do so. So is that is that correct? Mm-hmm. We're going to take your calls coming up next. 904 831 Zero six hundred. The questions we got on: Would you support promoting vaccines door to door, and would you open up the door? That's the question to you. No, if, if a government worker came knocking on your door, number two: Do you blame President Biden for the rising increases in crime? How is it his fault? And is defunding the police movement the main reason why that crime is on the increase? And number four: Should all military service personnel be forced to take the vaccine, and do they have a way out of it? Your call is coming up next. Eight three one. 0600 Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Our roads are looking smooth, but the weather is not. Keep driving with caution with this high rain and high wind advisory. And if you see anything, since there's no way we can see it all, just give us a call. 901 SEAF. 901 Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwoods. One of the biggest changes we've seen since I started working here in 1980 is how we have to travel to the world markets to buy. There are a bunch of things that cause this, but the biggest has to do with Underwood's quality standard. For example, in diamonds, we have to see and gemologically evaluate a diamond to see if it'll fit inside our stringent quality standards. If we're at the market, whether it's in New York, Hong Kong, Africa, or India, we have the huge selections to pick from, and our standard will never be compromised. We get the prices we expect for Underwood quality. And as a result, we control our diamond stock instead of a diamond dealer just sending us what he wants us to have. And we're able to offer these beautiful, carefully selected diamonds that we're proud to put the Underwood name on. And they're available right now at Underwoods in San Marco, Avondale, and the shops of Ponte Vedra. A plumbing problem is an immediate problem. Can't wait around for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning, get-it-done-right-away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Gives you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. All right, let's take some calls. Let's go to James who's been waiting. James, good morning. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, Ed. I just wanted to call a congratulate you, man, because you were absolutely correct on one specific issue. Okay. Um, I, I'm sure you guys heard about Carrie Richardson. 
she was suspended because of smoking pot. She's a top-notch Olympic athlete. Is that her name, Terry Richardson? I thought it was Shikari or something. Yeah. I thought her name was Shikari. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, I don't, well, is that that is her name, correct? I don't know. Anyways, anyways, my point is this for all you recreational pot-smoking people out there in Florida. What the problem I have with this whole issue is she said that the reason why she smokes pot was because of mental anguish. So you were correct, Ed. The number one reason why people get medical marijuana Thank you. Or, or is because they had a bad day. You were right. No, you're, you're exactly correct. right, James. Thank you for clarifying that because PTSD has nothing. Real quick. What but, James- hey, but, but, hey, you know, aside from that, Ed, what I don't understand is why is not the media saying, wait a minute, why is a top-notch Olympic athlete inhaling marijuana into, who, into her lungs which could, uh, uh, you know, affect her performance. Yeah, well, that was my next question. Why? Would, well, they're saying that if someone smokes marijuana, it's not going to make them a better athlete. It'll make them a worse athlete. That's my whole point. Why would she take it? It kind of slows you down. Yes, to James's point, we were sold on medical marijuana. What was it, Amendment 2? I don't. I can't keep up. Amendment uh-huh. 2 back in what, 2014, 2016, right? Right. Um, it, was, it was for terminal illness. Folks, the, the, the state of Florida has come out and said that the number one users are ptsd which falls underneath the umbrella of oh i've had a bad day man i don't know if i passed my college exams i need to light up thank you james for making my point yeah it's not all military her mother had recently passed away and that was her way of dealing with the grief sorry doesn't sell with me if you're gonna you already know what the laws are i i think she's a phenomenal athlete but she shouldn't have done it let's go to tom in line too tom good morning thanks for calling hey good morning how are you hey brother thank you doing well so, military. I'm retired military, 22 years. you got to be worldwide deployable. If you're not, um, then you're not an asset to the military. So, any shots, any shots. Um, back in the 80s, we had anthrax. We didn't know what that was going to do to us. I, I don't even know why it reached the press. The military is going to give you a shot, and you're going to take the shot, and they're going to annotate it in your shot record. And that's the end of that. Tom, no exemptions, no religious or medical exemptions? No, unless a flight surgeon deems that you shouldn't have the shot for other medical reasons, your your heart or something, but then you'd already be on a limited access list for deployable personnel. Wow. Tom, thank you for calling and clarifying that. But he made bullet points, Tom. Mm. We need more guys like that in journalism. Just get to the point. Tom, thank you so much for the call. More of yours coming up next on Talk Radio WBOB. Radio, AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Tropical Storm Elsa has its sights set on Florida's Gulf Coast, bringing very heavy rains and high winds across a wide area. Governor Ron DeSantis says landfall could come around mid-morning north of Tampa. The storm currently lashing parts of Florida's west coast with bands of torrential rains packing maximum sustained winds of 65 miles per hour. After crossing Florida, Elsa is expected to move into Georgia and then head north along the east coast as a tropical storm. With the yesterday's discovery of eight more bodies, the death toll from the Florida condo tower collapse is now 36, 109 people still unaccounted for. Watching Wall Street, Dow features 17 points higher. NASDAQ features up 87 points. More details at srnnews.com. 
News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Mayor of Jacksonville urging citizens to pay attention and be prepared as Elsa approaches. Paul County Public School campuses, city-run pools, and summer camps will be closed on Wednesday. The mayor had city workers out clearing drainage ditches to help with any potential flooding after heavy rains ahead of Elsa. We have allocated the manpower to go out and do what needs to be done. Anytime you're facing a weather event or a natural event, uh, there are things that happen that infrastructure just can't handle. Jacksonville International will remain open as long as flights are still operational. Customers do need to reach out to their individual airline to see if their flight is delayed or canceled due to weather conditions. Elsa moving overnight parallel with the Gulf Coast of Florida. Heavy rains, gusty winds, and a threat of isolated tornadoes spinning up to the east of center. That does include Jacksonville. On Tuesday, 15 people had to be rescued from rising waters in Key West. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Great news, folks. The Lighthouse Retirement Hour is finally available everywhere you listen on this great radio station, Saturday and Sundays, or grab the iTunes podcast, the Spotify podcast, iHeart podcast, and coming soon to every device where you can say Siri or Alexis. If you love the combination of timely investing news, great conservative politics, you're going to love this show no matter how you listen. Get all the links on my website, lighthouseretirement.com. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Our roads are looking smooth, but the weather is not. Keep driving with caution with this high rain and high wind advisory. And if you see anything, since there's no way we can see it all, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. 901-7233. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. As Tropical Storm Elsa makes its way to the state, northeast Florida and Georgia can expect some storm flooding, heavy rain, and isolated tornadoes. An ABC News uh, Washington Post poll finds most voters see crime as a serious problem in the U.S. and don't approve of how President Biden is handling it. And the Biden White House is backing away from mass vaccinations and instead plans on promoting vaccines by going door to door. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831. 0600 or email ed at wbob.com am 600 and 101.1 fm wbob hey before i get to scott on line three i just something just hit me can you imagine uh-huh. if, if if the white house wants to promote going door to door getting the vaccine no one's mm-hmm. able to explain how that'll happen i guess if you see a pretty lady or a good attractive guy ladies comes knocking on your door he's got flowers going well this can't be for my husband um he's got flowers and they it's like the publisher clearinghouse. Hey, we've got the COVID balloons. vaccines, the balloons. Plus, you got a chance of winning a lottery, and we got free tickets to the jumbo shrimp. You can wait. I tell you what, I'll do it. We got a Tebow jersey. How about that? Okay, whatever works. Whatever works. I mean, I mean, folks, seriously. When it comes to the art of negotiating, uh-huh. trust me, negotiate for the better optic and for the better price. If you're going to get the vaccine, that's what I'm saying. You know, what's in it for me? That's all. Mm-hmm. And why not? I mean, real quick, real quick. Isn't it strange they're overselling this in order for you to get... I mean, shouldn't I just raise some red flags? 
And I'm not opposed to the vaccine. I think we I, we have the antibodies. Roger and I have developed good we, immune systems. We both came down with the vid, <clears throat> and I, you know, I had, the symptoms were so mild. I really didn't think I had it, but I got tested just to be safe, yeah. and the results came back positive. I mean, so. I'm just saying it. Just I just I, I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's just a little interesting that they're mm-hmm. trying to force this down on you. That's all. If you want to get it, I'm not knocking it, man. Get it. If you don't want to get it, then don't get it. Mm-hmm. Just don't shame people one way. I mean, you can shame whatever, but I mean, they're going to get shamed. It's like wearing a mask. You know, so anyway. Treat people right when they go on a cruise. <clears throat> That's what I'm concerned about. All right, Scott. <laughs> thanks for waiting. Good morning. What's going on? Hey, I just got to pipe in on this defund the police crap that's going on. I think I think the biggest thing is they want to say defund them, but yet they keep doing crap that makes us we'll have to defend them because if it weren't for them, we'd all be dead. Because you got all these crazies going around, so well, let's get the police out of here. Well, what's your biggest thing when you're doing something wrong? You want to get the opposition out of the way. Okay, let's defend, defend the police instead of defunding them. I got a lot of family and friends, as probably a lot of people do, that our officers are standing in the way of somebody coming through our front door or whatever. But these people that say defund the police, when something comes against them, what's the first thing they do? They don't call their crack dealer. They call the freaking police. Um, it's like you want, to def- you want to defund them. You want to see less police? Start behaving. Start acting like a citizen. Start acting like you care about those and everything around you. You're not going to have to have them come to your house if you're not acting like a freak dog, you know. I like that. Hey, Scott. Sorry, think, that no, 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 <laughs> Scott. Scott, think about this for a second. Raj and I were bringing this up. Um, it, the left, for the most part, doesn't like guns. Correct. Right. Okay. So by them going down the road, smack talking our first responders of the police. And then people are going, well, if the police, I mean, this is what we're told. If we're going to defund the police in our neighborhoods, I need to go out and buy a gun. Do they not realize that the left is driving up the increase of gun purchases out there? Exactly. So, and, and gave them the money to do it with their stimulus checks. That's right. <laughs> well, the, 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 the thing is, is why, why don't they start <clears throat> trying to put a program in, into place of taking the guns from the bad people instead of taking the guns from the good people. Yeah. Because we're, the, I mean, you can't, it's like having a gun and a, and a car. You set the car in the garage, it ain't going to go kill anybody until you put a, put a person to actually take it and make it happen to, to, <clears throat> to hurt somebody. Same with a gun. Same, I mean, I'm going to sue the spoon makers for making me fat because they put a spoon in my hand. You know, that's stupid. That's a good point. Hey, man, I appreciate the call. I mean, this is, this is what I'm getting at. And we call balls and strikes in this show. The left blame Trump for all the riots that happened last year. That is not accurate, okay? But I don't blame Biden for all the crime increases that have taken place because he's only been president since January. On the optics, yes, it does not. I mean, if the optics are he's not come out strong enough against the defunding the police movement, I mean, here's the thing. You can you can come out you can come out against it, but no no. Are you really against it? It's kind of like gun control. Even though he, it's kind of like I'm 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 for guns, <laughs> but some of you, well, is he really for guns? Well, he's not for open carry or concealed carry. I mean, saying there's certain levels, but what I'm getting at mm-hmm. is is the president saying enough about it? No, I would agree with you. He's not. But overall, I don't blame him specifically if crime increases in a certain area my friends that is your mayor and your city council that's mm-hmm. doing that exactly even if he had been in, you know working on the last year of his uh two terms you know I, you can't blame the president for every single thing because he deals with federal issues on a national scale not your local crime problem again that's <clears throat> that's the responsibility of your local law enforcement your sheriff your police department right. your mayor your city council by the way some of you will ask this question, and I don't think you have to ask it. I think we all know what the answer is. Well, mm-hmm. Ed, 
my local mayor, my local city council, oh, my local school board's not listening to me on certain curriculum. You know what the answer is, folks? You either recall them, mm-hmm. and by the way, those numbers are up this year. You either recall them or you kick them out of office. My friends. Or a better idea, look yeah. at the school choice. Maybe there's another school <clears throat> that's a better fit for your family. Well, yeah, I know, but the problem is you still allow everybody else to be messed up with some of this nonsense being taught. The curriculums, whether, folks, this has been around. The argument about school curriculums is not new. It's been around for 20 years, whether you like it or not. This is nothing that you need to take the court and have a lawsuit about whether or not they're going to be teaching critical race theory, which some elements has been going on for years. If you don't like what is being taught, stop enough with all these ridiculous lawsuits like some of my conservative friends want to do. And, of course, the liberal teachers unions out there. You've got uh, the American Federation of Teachers, Randy Weigarten. We back critical race theory, and if you plan to come after us, we're going to defense and we're going to sue you. Uh, Whatever. They do that anyway. Okay? But there are more issues that are more important than critical race theory. I would sue the teachers' unions, if you want to have one of these fun lawsuits, for promoting keeping the school closures not based on science. To me, that is a bigger issue out there. I'm telling you (laughs) that to all of you, city council and, and school boards, we saw this in 2010 with the Tea Party movement. You saw massive recalls. Miami Mayor, you saw what happened after California and then Miami. The the largest recall in U.S. Florida history, they recalled the mayor out there because of him funding uh, the Miami Stadium with tax dollars. They weren't happy with it. And also because of some of the spending measures. I'm just telling you, you have recourse. Am I a big fan of all the recalls? Eh, Yes and no, depends. But you've got to get active. But be consistent. Don't give active over critical race theory, which isn't the biggest issue, but get, get, get angry about that. And also, I don't like the school closures. I don't like them forcing mandates on my kids when it comes to vaccines. There's a lot more to be angry about, Raj. Exactly. And uh, you, you said because the teachers were not backing science. I think it's kind of paradoxical that the science teachers <laughs> didn't, That's support, kind of interesting. didn't support the science. Where do you hear this clip? Uh-huh. The liberal left says that there is a identity crisis going on in the Latino community, especially here in the state of Florida. Former, uh, who is this gal? This is Paulo Ramos. She is a former like deputy director of the Clinton campaign. Um, I guess she was the Hispanic voter outreach. <coughs> Excuse me, in Florida. She says that because the Democratic Party, even in Florida, is losing some of the Hispanic voters, which go well beyond than just Cubans, my friends. Mm-hmm. That there must be identity crisis. But wait till you hear this clip. She says there's an identity crisis because Latinos are confused. Do they become more successful because of whiteness? Or do they become more or try to become more successful if they don't embrace whiteness? I'm not making this up. Listen to this. Is that there is a cultural identity crisis that we are undergoing as a community that is completely splitting and dividing Latinos. And in this crisis, you have, on the one hand, Latinos that believe that in order to achieve the American dream, you have to get as close as possible to whiteness. And on the other hand, you have Latinos that believe that in order to achieve the American dream, you have to get as far as possible from whiteness. And that is a dilemma that I don't think we have seen clearly. All right. So, again, this was on MSNBC. And here's the thing. Trump did much better among Hispanics this time around than he did in 2016. Mm -hmm. Now, having said this, there's an identity crisis because they're leaving the Democratic Party. But that clip right there, to, we have a huge Latino population listens to this show. You know why? Because they always let us know this, which is fine. Um, and they have. Ta- here's my question to you. Do you need to be thinking the man? I'm using that in a plural tense. You know, some of you will catch that. The man 
because the only way that you could become successful because you had to embrace whiteness, that's what she's saying, Raj, is it because the only way they feel that Latinos can make it in society is they have to embrace whiteness, and the other group feels that they can make it without embracing whiteness. Can I ask a question? How many of you in the Latino community, I don't care if you're Mexican, Puerto Rican, Guatemalan, Central American, or Cuban, the only way you could make it because you had to embrace white policy? My friends, First of all, what's, what in the world is white policy? What is whiteness? I mean, I understand you want to whiten your teeth, but I mean, give me a break. <laughs> right. But having said this, to. <laughs> I've been, you know, we've covered, uh-huh. I, as a reporter, I've been down, at, can't wait to come back home, but mm-hmm. I, when I have to go to, to South Florida to cover a news story, I got news for you. There are many, folks, you do know Miami is, they always mm-hmm. say that Miami is always North Cuba. There's always, it is the hub of Central America. The most northern city in Latin America. That's right. You folks do know that Miami, that all of the high rises and the multitudes of six-figure high rises and million-dollar condominiums are not because of those of New York moving down. It's because of many of those in the Latino community are moving to South Florida. It is called the Wall Street of the South, by the way. And you mean to tell me that successful Cubans and Puerto Ricans and mm. all of those in other societies out there, Mexicans, the only way they, they made it in South Florida is because they embrace whiteness? Whatever that oh, means. Oh, come on. Now, what she really means is that you've embraced you know, more conservative values, which Im- implies, if I'm reading Wait, it correctly, white's conservative? That, that apparently the, she believes that the leftist p- political uh, structure, oh. they have a monopoly over who can claim Hispanic heritage. Yeah, by the way, man, I may remind you, it was white people in bigger numbers that voted against Trump than 2016, right? Yeah. So I'm just, they've you know. Been, they've been they're abandoning their whiteness. Yeah. Like Rachel, what's your face with the NAACP out in Washington Oh, Rachel State. Dozier? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, she's, transgen- oh, she's transitioned over to, yeah. Yeah. And. She's abandoned her whiteness. She's abandoned her whiteness. <laughs> so I just find it's funny that you can't make it unless you embrace whiteness. Here is Josh, Josh Krauschauer. He is the political reporter for National Journey. He says that Florida is setting the trends that other that other states are looking at. For example, bigger cities like Jacksonville, Miami, uh, Orlando are voting Democratic, but a lot of the rural areas, and he goes, if you look at South Florida, he says even a lot of the Hispanic community is starting to trend Republican. Well, look, big picture, Florida is one of the most important states on, on the political map. You know, it exemplifies the trends that we're seeing more broadly in politics. Hispanic voters in Florida moving a little bit more Republican than a lot of folks expected. The big suburban populations in Tampa, Orlando, Miami, Jacksonville that are so crucial to winning national elections. And also just sort of the, the base, the Trump base, which is, is, is very much, uh, you know, important for any Republican candidate in Florida. That, that's also a big part of that Florida. All right. So to my some of my Latino friends, are you only able to make it because you have to embrace whiteness? Come on, man. Really? Here's the second question I like to ask. I was asking this to Roger. It's kind of a it's not a trick question. Bigger cities are now voting more Democratic. That's been that way for years. But mm-hmm. Republicans can still make major inroads. Here's my question to you. You listening out there. Are conservatives not making enough inroads in big cities, or are Democrats losing because they're not making enough big inroads into the rural communities, Raj? Which one is it? A little bit of both, maybe? I think it's somewhat of both, yeah. Both. I mean, can you imagine if Antifa or Black Lives Matter, by the way, they tried this last year, went to Perry, Mm -hmm. Florida, which is very, very rural. Trust me, I hunt out there. Very, 
folks, I've seen people drive into town on their lawnmowers. That's a true story. <laughs> the challenge that Democrats so, have is that their Big Ten is so polarized within yeah. the party. I mean, you've got the the far left, you know, progressives, and you've got those who who believe that the police ought to be defunded, and right. then you've got those who are just blue collar labor union members. How can they get on the same right. page when you know they disagree on so many different things? Well, th- what I was getting at was in Perry, Florida, Roger. Actually, Black Lives Matter was there to protest, and my mm-hmm. friends were like, "This isn't a town that uh, there is." I, there is a boatload of more Democrats in these counties, but they all vote mm-hmm. Republican because they're very conservative Democrats. So my question to you is, like, for example, um, I mean, if the, if the BLM movement came to rural districts, you'd be like, okay, what's going on here? I'd give them gutsy credit. I'm not a fan of BLM at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's guts to go out there. It's kind of it, almost humorous <laughs> in a way. But here's the question I'm asking no you. No justice, no peace. That's right. <laughs> Perry, Florida. And, and, you, you, know, <laughs> hey, you, know the, you know their excuse can be if they're going to McClenny or Bryceville? Well, hey, we're it. knocking on your door to get you to get the vaccine. Okay, All right, that's anyway, why. <laughs> here's the question. Are can Republicans not making enough inroads in the big cities? Or is it that Democrats are not making enough big roads in rural communities? How about that question? All right. 747. More coming up next. Ed and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? It's looking like everybody took off for this tropical storm because our roads are clear. With the exception of that usual slow traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east right before San Pablo. You'll add an extra couple minutes there, and if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20-some-odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've, you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends but citizens that builds up and then i got sent home for medical treatment they told me straight up hey you got problems canines for warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need and we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them a good dog and so we kind of have guided conversations what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder traumatic brain injury and or military sexual trauma give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org you know if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it Right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. you got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. 
Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show breaking down the big July 4th weekend. Did it feel normal? Did you burn your mask and have a good hot dog? I hope so. Plus, did the Democrats realize that they need to back away from some of the craziest left-wing policies they've been talking about in recent weeks? We'll talk about their strategy and more coming up on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. WBOB. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A bipartisan group in the U.S. House agrees with a Senate proposal of more watered-down infrastructure package with the cost of only $1 trillion. A new survey of 1,000 households shows parents are expecting to spend 32% more this year on back-to-school items as prices rise on backpacks to clothing. And the Washington Examiner reports this fall, the U.S. military may require all service members to get the COVID vaccine. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Here's a story by Fox News, Anita Vogel. I wanted to play this. You know, we had a best of show on Monday. Yeah, some of you thought we were live. Uh, and I wanted to play this Tuesday. I wanted to wait. Um, listen to this. Where this isn't, it isn't the big story, but I play these clips because it's just to make fun of liberals. But this is what they want to impose on some of our beliefs out there. That I didn't realize that the 4th of July was a racist weekend. And New York Times... Washington Post, duh, criticizing the American flag. While President Biden struck a theme of unity in his 4th of July address from the White House, some lawmakers seized the opportunity to air their grievances over what they call a segregated holiday. Like this tweet from squad member Congresswoman Cori Bush of Missouri. When they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this, the freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is stolen land, and black people still aren't free. And a number of major newspapers <coughs> featured these headlines, with the New York Times suggesting the flag is a, quote, 4th of July symbol of unity that may no longer unite. And this perspective from the Washington Post, asking readers to wonder if maybe it's time to admit that the Statue of Liberty has never quite measured up. Wow, there you go. I wonder. <laughs> There's an old Nas saying, I wonder. Blame it on Lady if, Liberty. If life will take me under. Misogyny. Right. <laughs> so the flag is unity. If you choose not to be part of the mm. unity, whose fault is that? Here's one of my favorites. Heard daily with um, Buck Sexton, Clay Travis. Travis is like, well, wait, 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 radio host. Wait a second. 12 to 3. Wait, wait. If this flag is such a racist symbolism or symbolism or is a racist, what's the word? I'm, racist symbol. Then why is everybody and their brother, even those of darker skin color, trying to get into this country? But there are thousands of people every single year, Africa, Europe, Latin America, Asia, who are dying to get into the United States of America. If we were such a fundamentally unfair and racist country, why are all of those people so desperate to leave their countries behind and come here? Yeah. Can anybody ask me that one or answer me that one? Absolutely ridiculous uh let me see i got a lot of other here's another one remember gwen perry gwen berry the the olympic hammer thrower okay. remember that she thought right. she's a thor okay. remember all that nonsense about by the way she's you know she she wants to have another platform to um to uh give spout out her um 
political ideology that America's a racist. Here's what uh, she recently said here. If you know your history, you know the full song of the national anthem. The third paragraph speaks to slaves in America, our blood being slain and, and pilchered all over the floor. It's disrespectful and it does not speak for black Americans. I never said that I hated the country. Never said that. All I said was I respect my people enough to not stand or acknowledge something that disrespects them. I love my people, point blank, period. I thought I've heard experts about the um, national anthem talk about the slaves was about referring to the British slave owners, not American slave owners. Oh, really? I've heard that argument before. Okay. Here's what Greg Gutfeld says. He says, Ed and Roger, stop giving this woman time of the day. Just ignore her. I think it's funny that she did something to garner attention, and now she's angry that she got the attention. Uh, she should be really happy. Uh Hating on the national anthem, hating the country is profitable. She could become a sports analyst at ESPN. <laughs> Mundane theatrics like that in this day and age are considered somewhat cool <coughs> to a certain part of our media. So I think she should just like be happy that she got the attention. But we should not we should not martyr her. I don't think she should be removed from anything. You should just stop caring about her. That just stop like treat her like the way she treats the flag. Possibly good advice. All right, 755 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Some of that usual slow traffic on I-10 headed east right at Cassett Avenue. You'll add about three extra minutes, and if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 901-7233. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. I'm Lou Dobbs. Grocery stores are stockpiling meat and sugar. Wall Street firms cracking down on employees who aren't returning to the office. Teenagers filling jobs at higher pay. Those stories next. I'm Lou Dobbs, and as you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-977-9152. Use the promo code DOBS. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code DOBS. Make sure you use the promo code DOBS. Expecting some of the biggest increases in recent memory, supermarket chains across the country are stockpiling sugar, frozen meat, and other products before price hikes hit. Grocery chains say they're on target to store large amounts of supplies to blunt the higher prices of the items themselves as well as transportation costs, which are also rising. All across the country, teenagers are filling jobs that others won't take at $15, $17 or more per hour. Working from home is now a thing of the past for big Wall Street firms. J.P. Morgan Chase told its investment staff to return to the office by today. Other firms said the work-from-home period concluded at the end of June. The hard line means firms may lose employees who still are not ready to return. Please join me three times each weekday for my updates right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. 
Florida Cypress Wood Products in Jacksonville manufactures and distributes quality cypress lumber, timber, and pecky cypress throughout the world. Florida Cypress Wood Products is open to the public. Let them transform your plans into exceptional results. See what they can do at floridacypress.com. Every Saturday from 8 to 1, come by for the Scrap Cypress Lumber Sale. Different items each week marked way down. Florida Cypress Wood Products, 1226 Wigmore Street, Jacksonville, and at floridacypress.com. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Parents, I have a brilliant idea. Many of you know I have an economics background as a journalist. And I will tell you this. If teenagers, which we know are the biggest increase in jobs, um, if they're living at home making all that money, here's you ready for this, Rod? Charge them rent. Charge them to help pay the mortgage. And if you sell the house, I'm going to get you a cut back on it. Hmm. How about that? Okay. A lot of parents do that, and they put it into a savings account for their yeah. kids to get their own home Instead, day. But here's where the kids probably won't like it. Hey, but I'm going to give you deferred compensation. When I pass away, I'll leave it in the will. Uh, I'll <laughs> take my payout now, Dad. All right. All right. More coming up next. 8 a.m. hour. Talk radio. WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville. 101.1 FM W266 CX Fruitco. Talk radio. 